0: This is FD Talks, a brand new podcast series by Funeral Directors Live, where we explore ideas, insights, and solutions for serving families in a rapidly changing marketplace. Well, hello everyone and welcome to this edition of our FT Talks podcast. Uh, Today we're going to talk about technology in the funeral home, specifically live streaming. It's been uh, kind of commonplace nowadays, and we've had a lot of questions come in about live streaming. So we decided to bring in our special guest today. Uh, Tyler Ward, we have with us today. Tyler, tell us a little bit about what you do.
1: Yeah, Rob, thank you for having me. So, uh, you know, I really just kind of help serve our funeral homes and providing a really great high quality live streaming solution that ultimately helps their families attend from wherever they may be. You provide a service or you enable them to provide that service? I, right, so we, we enable them, but we also provide support for them as well. So you know we want to make sure that they, they feel confident running their equipment and we have somebody there to kind of help them, but we're also checking their their services that are going on so why live stream in the first place? Yeah. Uh, so we actually, you know, we recently did a, a study or redid our study on the funeral consumer and the, the changing funeral consumer uh, with McKee Wall Work and Company. And in that study, you know, 42% of people said that they are comfortable attending a funeral online. Uh, and just 10 years ago, that was, that was 19%. So that was a 121% increase in people just comfortable attending a funeral online. You could really thank COVID for that, even though we're not really in COVID nowadays. Um, but, Just overall, people's lives are very hectic. I mean, it's very difficult to get off work, and and everybody's schedule is is difficult. I think we've all seen plane tickets lately. Those are, you know, through the roof. So uh, it can be difficult to to buy a plane ticket in three days' notice to get back home for a service. Uh, So just having that ability for people to to be able to attend wherever they may be for whatever circumstance is kind of the why behind live streaming. I know that we've also, in that study, noticed that uh –
0: Funeral attendance is is declining, but uh, also anecdotally speaking, Ron, your boss, I had him, I had him on a podcast last year talking about uh, live streaming. He shared a story with us about, you know, he was he was actually doing it himself. He was doing the streaming, and he was he was kind of in the moment of that, but he was able to go back and and relive that. Um, separately, the recording, because that's another aspect of it, too, is actually recording it. Um, But, you know, Ron, when he thinks about how many people were in attendance at that funeral, he sums that up with not only the live attendees, but also the people who were viewing it online.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I was was one of those people watching online because you know his his service was down in San Antonio and I couldn't take off because I had to to help you know keep things afloat while he was grieving the loss of his mom and so I was able to attend that service and and just show the love to my boss and in a moment a, a very hard moment for him in his life.
0: I've been in a lot of funeral homes that have offered live streaming for a number of years now too but I know that in recent years it's has has it been your observation that families have come to just expect that service?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, you know, we we talk about the changing funeral consumer a lot and, you know, they, they want technology and live streaming is one of those things that they want. Today's, in today's day and age, you know, families are more dispersed and that's something that we've seen. Uh, My family, in particular, we've got people all throughout the United States, and it can become very difficult for people to travel in a a few days' notice for a funeral service that might be out in rural West Texas. It's hard to get to. I know that during uh,
0: the earliest parts of the pandemic, when there was everything was unprecedented, it seemed like, and there was a huge demand. You got there was a time when you couldn't buy a webcam, you couldn't buy any microphones or any kind of even computers, uh, because that that was in such demand. so how, did, how has all that contributed to what's currently offered today?
1: Yeah, so, um, I mean, there's a lot of just kind of flexibility overall. So, um, you know, there's a, there's a wide variety of, of things out there. There's hard-mounted cameras. There's people that are using their cell phones and Facebook because that's just really the only thing that they had available because you're right, cameras were non-existent. You couldn't go to Best Buy and find a camera to stream with. You couldn't find computers to use uh, just because everybody had to kind of adapt in those times that were just totally unprecedented. So fast forward to today, what would you say is
0: the biggest problem that funeral homes face with live streaming?
1: Uh, so there's, there's a lot, but I would say the, the biggest one is just finding something that, that works. And because it, when it comes to it, it comes down to ultimately it's their family services that they're live streaming and and funeral homes want something out there that's going to work. And, you know, it matches their brand that they have built in their community. I noticed that, um,
0: a lot of the clients that, that I've worked with just from a, an audio and visual standpoint uh, took the do-it-yourself route. Mm-hmm. Um, what have been some, I guess, what, are, what have been some pitfalls? What have been some frustrations that they've had uh, with that?
1: Yeah, so the the biggest thing is is music in the services. Every, every funeral service that I've been to uh, has copyrighted music, has music that was written by somebody and has ultimately been copyrighted. And so that... Uh, really, if that's played on some social media platforms as Facebook and YouTube, that music will be shut off and just all of the audio will be shut off. And it's nothing that the funeral home did or the family did. Uh, it's just how Facebook and, and YouTube have kind of set themselves up to protect themselves. Well, kind
0: of what we're going to be doing today is just giving some some general advice and some some best practices. I think we're even going to, we might switch over to like a do and don't scenario here before too long i want to make sure that um we talk about the fact that you know dispersion of families has always been sort of an issue but um when we when we went into our, our COVID era um that dispersion was not even necessarily physical a lot of times it was just people just weren't able to attend
1: right yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's something that, um, you know, there. there's always been those situations, you know, before COVID even, uh, that people weren't able to attend. And that just kind of, you know, has been something that we've we've tried to, to handle. And that's, you know, just the overall decrease in funeral attendance is something we've seen over the last couple of years and really up to a decade in the funeral industry.
0: You know, let's do our first do. Uh, and I want to just say, I'm going to say it, think about it. As a way to increase your attendance, is that correct? Yeah. Expand on that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of you know shift it up here on you a little bit, Rob, and, and go to a church and think about a church. During the pandemic, you know we weren't able to go to church services, and churches had to adapt just like funeral homes did. Uh, we correlate funeral services to church services a lot in our in our industry, um, so that really just just kind of. That was their way to share their message and still allow people to attend. Um, if you ask a pastor, any pastor that live streams, how many people do you typically have attend your services on, a, on a, just any given Sunday? They're going to say you know, the in-person attendance, but they're also going to say we have about X amount of people watching online. So they're, they're thinking of those people that aren't able to attend. Uh, for whatever reason that may be, they're thinking of them as attending as well, even though they're watching online. I'm going to do another do uh, do use the right equipment. This is something that
0: I got a lot of questions on, especially, um, as, uh, I guess it was during 2020, uh, early, earliest parts of COVID when, uh, nobody knew what was going on or anything. And I had so many, uh, we had some of our customers who were calling up saying we we can only do 10 people graveside. We can't have any more than that and some of them are even worse than that. Just all kinds of restrictions they were all different in different areas, but um, they were all asking the same questions. What equipment do I use? Um, and it's just super intimidating stuff. So I, I think that probably to clear the air on some of that, it you don't really need you don't need high-end equipment, but you do need the right equipment and and kind of it's it's a little bit of a slippery slope. We actually will have a quick start. We've developed a quick start uh, guide that's going to be available for download that kind of goes into detail. It includes practical tips, um, equipment to look for, because uh, we understand that trying to do a live stream, it's a it's a pretty big learning curve, as as you well know.
1: Yeah, and in that quick start guide, you know, again, it's just a few things that we've found very important that they should at least, you know, check and verify um, if they're going to do it themselves. Another do that you could kind of uh, when it comes to live streaming is offer value to your families when it comes to offering that live streaming and really think about live streaming as a way to connect your families um, and really bring them together as a competitive advantage for your funeral home. We've had a lot of uh, a couple of our clients actually have come to us and said they've gotten families that call them because they offer live streaming. So it could be the thing that sets you apart from your competitor that's down the road.
0: Another do that we have here is do build relationships with local churches and uh, or clergy to help you be competitive.
1: Yeah, yeah. With this, it's it's really um, when you think about it, when when you lose a loved one, typically the the first person outside of your family that you're going to call is your local pastor or clergy. And if you build that relationship with them, it will keep you front of mind in their mind when they're helping the families during those moments and say, hey, this this funeral home has these capabilities that will allow you to uh, not only live stream but there are a lot of other benefits that go along with that we kind of hit on the recording a little bit Uh, but again uh, we want to make sure that you're not getting cut out by churches uh, as well so churches do have the capability of live streaming and just because a family is not having a service with you doesn't mean that they're not having a service uh, so that might be that they're just going straight to the church, and we want to make sure that you at least have a competitive advantage when it comes to that. And when you're helping the families, uh, you can bring that option up because sometimes they don't even know that you have that available to them.
0: So I also have here that another do is that use it as a revenue-generating service. Let's let's talk about that a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's always interesting. Um, You know, funeral homes don't want to raise prices, and I totally understand why. They want to make sure, ultimately, they got into the funeral business to help uh, really take care of families. But margins are shrinking across the board. Uh, So, Rob, you know, I'm not sure if we've talked about it or not, but I used to do funeral home accounting. So, I know the ins and outs of funeral homes books, and I understand, you know, uh, pennies can be pinched and, and need to be pinched sometimes, but this is a way for the funeral home to combat those shrinking margins, and it's just offering an additional service to the families because you are putting it out there as a professional service, and it should be you know paid for.
0: So earlier you said that you do have funeral homes that are, were chosen by families because they do offer a live streaming service. Do you have any examples of
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to read this off my computer. So if you see me looking down, it's I want to make sure I'm reading that word for word and not messing up her, her quote because it really was awesome. One of our customers, Chris, did this exactly. Uh, she emailed us and told us how live streaming has made her funeral home competitive and has grown her business. Uh, you know, She wrote, we have families that choose our funeral home for the very fact that we live stream. But what is just as exciting as that is the number of churches and families who are now allowing us to work their memorial services for the sole fact that we will stream it for free. So that's kind of how they uh, go about charging for it is they don't, they don't charge for it. Uh, our memorial cremation calls have passed our direct cremation calls, and that is a large part due to us offering the free live streaming service. We were facing a growing trend of providing cremation service and the church handling the memorial with the funeral home being excluded. Encore live streaming has helped us find our way back into the church. Uh, So really they're able to provide those services for the churches and and the families too, because they are the experts when it comes to beginning that grieving process. And then the church can really help step in and and help lead the families from there on out as well.
0: If they're using it as a free service, which I've seen lots and lots of funeral homes do that, where do you decide whether it's important to offer that as a free service or if there's possible revenue generation from that?
1: Yeah, so it really comes down to the to the funeral home. So, um, you know, through our service Encore and again, my background in accounting, I really want to help our clients. Um, we have eight different options for funeral homes to kind of generate revenue. Um, so if, you know, it really comes down to specific funeral home solutions, marketplace. Uh, so it really just, I open my phone and email up to those that might have a couple of questions. Uh, reach out to me directly. I would love to help you guys uh, You know, figure out how you could potentially charge for live streaming. Another do,
0: Tyler, is do have a plan. Uh, if you do the DIY option following the advice in our Quick Start Guide, have a plan for equipment. Um, have a plan for setting it up, training your staff, having redundancies there, and a plan for how to market uh, that service in your community. Um, and also, you know, how to how to talk about it with families, how to designate who will be responsible for these, uh, for the responsibilities there, and conducting live streams behind the scenes. All that stuff is is included in that uh, quick start guide, and all that's great for the the do it yourself customer. But how did Encore really start coming out of the, all that?
1: Yeah, so Encore really started uh, when the first pa- you know the pandemic first came about. We had funeral home clients that came to us really just seeking advice on what to do uh, because they only could only have ten people attend their services. So uh, we really started looking at this. Again, we we try to find things that we can help our funeral home clients serve their families better and ultimately do what they want and love to do, and that's take care of families. Uh, so we really looked at you know answer questions about the videos, the equipment, all of those things. And we just didn't really see an option out there that we felt comfortable, you know, just giving um, kind of our stamp of approval on. We thought we could do it a little bit better. So that's kind of how Encore came about, Um, just kind of organic growth there. So Tyler, you would say
0: probably that another do would be to work with a partner to guide you through the live streaming process step-by-step.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Learning on your own and doing your own trial and error is tough, and especially because that trial and error is with your family services. So that's something that we don't want to mess up. Um, So kind of learning that, you know, we've tested and we know it works and we share information and advice with customers as we learn it. So working, working with an expert is the best way to kind of set your funeral home up with live streaming success.
0: Very good. So let's talk about those are some good do's. You got some don'ts?
1: Yeah, I do. Uh, If possible, avoid the free live streaming services. So when we say that, uh, we really talk about Facebook and YouTube. You really give up control, um, and they cost you really in other ways. So for your families that are attending a Facebook Live of a service and the audio gets cut off, it kind of interrupts their grieving process and doesn't allow them to to hear the service, and they, they really miss out. Uh, so that that 's really something I would recommend is try to avoid those at, at all costs
0: I think another don't and I know this from personal experience, but another don 't when you 're doing critical video work is you don't rely on your cell phone as a uh, just a solid piece of video equipment that's going to work reliably without problems at all. I know that um, you know there's obviously. There's certain things about a a cell phone. They take great pictures, Mm -hmm. and, you know, in a pinch, they work great for video. But um, when we're talking about an important event, uh, such as a funeral or such as what happened to me recently, I went to go see my daughter's play, and I started recording it. And then all of a sudden, you know, I get a Teams notification from work. And so automatically, you know, I'm like, okay, there's, there's something work involved here. I'm distracted a little bit. What I didn't realize was that interrupted the recording. I didn't get any indication that the recording had gotten interrupted so I but I suspected so I backed out of it and sure enough it was and I missed about a, you know probably 30 seconds um plus you know iPhones sometimes you don't you, you don't get a good solid response when you push record whether you feel like you're getting good feedback on your camera so I don't I I would say don't count on your mobile device as being reliable video acquisition.
1: equipment. Yeah, I would agree with that. We've actually had a customer, um, you know, Brian, and we, we've talked about him in a, in a few articles that we've, we've released. He was trying to run around with this phone and, and Rob, believe it or not, Brian went to school to be a funeral director, not a film director. And so he was having a lot of families that were kind of complaining about just about the quality and not getting the shots that they wanted, and you know, running out of memory, kind of what you said. And so uh, he just really wasn't happy. We want to try to avoid that in the final result, if if at all possible. So do you have another don't? Uh, don't give up or get discouraged. You don't have to be a tech expert to live stream. It's something, uh, especially if you have the right equipment and the right kind of support and service behind it, if you work with that partner, uh, it should be relatively simple. And we, Again, it's, just, it's important for the families to have, and having those fr- free live streamings can be very frustrating. Um, we don't want you to be frustrated when you're doing the service.
0: Tyler, what would you say is... What's what's at risk for the funeral home that just still just doesn't want to do it? They're resistant and they don't want to offer live streaming services.
1: Yeah, as I mentioned before, really the statistic of forty two percent of people are comfortable attending a funeral online and that increased 121% in the last decade. Families are going to expect this more and more, and we have to be able to adapt to families' needs, or we risk getting cut out of the equation altogether. And ultimately, we don't want that for the funeral home or the funeral industry, because what we're doing is very important, and we're allowing people to start that grieving process. And having a live streaming, wherever they may be in the world, they're able to, to be able to tune in and grieve the loss of a loved one. So what does success look like when you live stream the right way? Uh, there's a lot. I mean, you could use this as a revenue-generating source for your funeral home. You're, you're allowing your family members to connect uh, from wherever they may be in the world. You kind of talked about Brian earlier. Uh, he was very uh, just... A little bit put off by live streaming because of his experiences. However, he uh, reluctantly let us come in and on his very first service with us, he actually had a, after the service was done, he had a family member call in and she was crying. And when he picked up the phone, he thought something tragic had happened, but she really assured him, no, I'm, these are happy tears because I was able to attend my family member service from, from Pennsylvania down into a little, you know, West Texas. And that was just really reaffirming to him that, that there is success with live streaming if you do it right.
0: Tyler, really appreciate you being uh, on our program today. Do you have any last words for our listeners as far as what what if they have questions?
1: Yeah, if you have questions, just reach out to me. My email address is tyler.ward at funeraldirectorslife.com. I uh, would love to, to answer those questions, whether that you decide to go with Encore or not. We want to make sure that you are set up for success in, in live streaming. Ultimately, that helps the families out. I want to thank you for watching. Uh, If you have any questions or comments or ideas
0: for future programming, feel free to reach out to me on email fdtalks at funeraldirectorslife.com. Don't forget to look for that free quick start guide that will be available as a download. Uh, And happy live streaming. If you would like to reach out to us about this episode or this series, please visit us online at funeraldirectorslife.com forward slash FD Talks. There you can find information about this episode and submit any comments, suggestions, or feedback about our series. And we also welcome your ideas for future episodes. Join us next time on FD Talks as we explore ideas, insights, and solutions for serving families in a rapidly changing marketplace.